This week's episode is brought to you by YouTube. Want to broadcast your friend getting hit in the nuts? Want to immortalize something that probably shouldn't be immortalized? Well, as of 2007, with YouTube, you can. YouTube. If we're Google, then Vimeo is Bing. I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. And today we're talking about uh, competitive viability outside of the main Strider archetype. That's a mouthful. Um, Sinking Blade Wings? Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> but like, it also seems like uh, with you know the, the Link Joker booster and uh, BT, GBT-13 coming up, Boucherode has been trying to like kind of throw a bone to their other archetypes that are subplans maybe that were uh you know big in their right in the original run of vanguard so you had uh um like chaos is getting a bunch of new support and maelstrom are and deleters and deleters and glendios for some reason like yeah, glendios is lit i am so not looking forward to that like just throw your hand down and attack, no problem. I mean, well, n- not so much that, just that stride, that, like, very, like... That the, stride is sweet. The, the fact that you can just do it in anything is pretty crazy. <laughs> like, fuck you, getting stuff out of your damage zone. Angel feather my ass. Um, but uh, it seems like Road. I can't tell if they're trying to actually make these competitively viable or if they're just doing it to appease people. I don't think their goal is to make it competitively viable. If they wanted to make multiple archetypes competitively viable, you would print strong, generic cards in the clan. Yeah. And, like, you look at, like, OTT, right? They got one, like, ridiculous card, and they now have, like, two playable archetypes. Where they had zero before. I mean, yeah, because their their problem was a finisher, and now they have a finisher. So Right, but I'm saying, like... From what set 11 has shown me, or sorry, set 12? Oh, yeah, set, yeah, set 12 has shown me is that Bush Road has kind of figured out how to make cards. And like, they've are make they're not, they should make powerful cards, but not like the same, samey cards. Does that make sense? Yeah, what, what where it's like kind of the same thing every time? Yeah, right? like. Every Kagura strides a restander of some kind. It's kind of old after a while, right? Yeah. Although I gotta say, like they, they really nailed it with Blader Mouse and Dark Regulars because now you have a finisher for both Darkness and Blade Wings. So mm-hmm. you know, I think they nailed yeah. it. And like the main str- like in I, I brought up Blade Wings earlier, but like the main Strider in Darker in Darker Regulars is just really bad. Yeah. Like it's just like you don't want to be on him ever. Like, you just rather be on, like, this random dollar triple R from set eight. Blending <laughs> vampire. I'm, okay, so I, I've been fooling around with, like, just straight up darkness. And being on it, the only reason you would want to be there is so you can do all your things that need the Sharhag Vanguard, which is the crit. And uh, if you run it, Brennan Vampire, which is, like, on attack, gets 1k for everything in soul, and then goes into soul, and you draw a card. Yeah, but is it even worth being on Charhat for that effect? Um, not like, quite. Okay, like, the, the reason you run Charhat is for his rear guard ability, which is uh, GB2 Darkness, if he attacks, if the number of cards in your soul is 10 or more, so who cares? 
until the end of the battle, it gets 5k, and your opponent can't call grade 0 cards from hand to guard circle. So, uh, having this in a rear guard circle when you go into the Blader Mouse turn means you have, you know, at minimum, a 21k Sharhat, and the opponent can't guard with 0, so that's guaranteed 2 cards out of their hand unless they G-guard. Um, 3. They 3. 3. 3. Well, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um... No, no, I think uh, I think the uh, the new Shahid as a rear guard is amazing. Yeah, and it's great because you have the um, the old stride fighter that can search for him in a deck that doesn't need to focus on him. Yeah, so you actually have kind of a vaguely tutorable rear guard. Yeah, plus you have a um, the stride skill isn't bad. It's free. You get a soul charge too, and then a, a free pop or something. You don't have to counterblast or anything, but. You also don't get the I can eat my enigmatic assassin, unflip, and kill one of your things and draw a card at the end of the turn. So yeah. um, it's definitely worse to be on, but it's also like this is one of the few times being on either grade three is not a death sentence. Um, as opposed to other decks where, like, if you have to ride Chrono Fang Tiger G, shit's not going well for you. <laughs> You know that, that that happens so rarely. They have like they ha- they ha- I don't know. Well, that, I just think that's going to be less and less likely. Well, that I, was, I don't know if people are playing it anymore. Uh, they 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 played it one just so you can like do. Yeah, they did can, before, but I'm not sure they're doing that after the new ZTB support. Oh, I I, I, can, I I don't know about twelve. I haven't played anybody who's proxied it yet. But I mean, at this very moment, you know. Oh sure. People played uh, Tiger G, but there's so many playable gears like. I'm going to say Gears decks, but what I really mean is there's so many playable Jet G variants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. I'm, I'm not going to count that as under that banner, but uh, I guess, like, Bushiro tried to do Chrono Fang Tiger as, like, its own thing, and... And then shot it in the foot? Kind of. I mean, what was the whole idea? Like, turning the Bind Zone into a toolbox? Or... Uh, something like that. And it was also like vaguely a way to like make de- like to make their villain card relevant. Yeah, I really don't think the the having the main villain play the same clan as the protagonist worked very well. Not um, at all. Like I know that's kind of a cliche in a lot of you know fantasy or thing where like oh I'm the evil version of the same thing you have you can you know join me Luke that kind of thing. You know, dark side of the force and all that, but just it didn't work that time. And uh, you know, th- they did have like Chrono Fane Tiger Rebellion and whatever else the the new one was in GBT eleven, but it it just Jet G is just too strong of a main Strider archetype compared to uh, other clans where you have like let's like okay the main Strider archetype technically in Royal Paladin is Alt Mile, um, mm-hmm. and yet. The blaster engine is just so much better, um, and the reason being is lit- is the early game. I mean, it's it's not just the early game, right? It's the flowgall crit. Like the flowgall crit does work early, so yeah. kind of your opponent kind of eventually needs to ride up, and so it's like not that hard to gain first stride. But like the other kind of BS thing is that. Even when they stride and they hit a you know they hit a crit or two off their stride, they have like some twenty plus k blaster blade that's going to restand and attack twice. Like it's just like the it's so hard to just deal with that. 
you have to just guard it all like, yeah. almost every time. And they're royal paladins, so their advantage engine is like good enough. Um, yeah, pretty much. And Allvile doesn't have that kind of power. I mean, like it, its thing is supposed to be like multi-attacking because you're supposed to call over your shit, but right. And you and you can easily run out of grade twos. Like fourteen grade twos is not enough to not run out. Yeah, or like after two stride turns. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you can say, well, you need to conserve resources better, but like you're you're brave. You can't, you're supposed to. You can't really let the game go terribly long when you're playing brave. Yeah. So. Um. So like. Oh, also the blaster PG from set eleven is kind of absurd. What just soul blast free? Soul blast PG just K. Yeah. My favorite thing about it is because the uh, Bouchero changed the ratio on uh, pull rates. It's like a dollar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, double nice. R's are tanking. Yeah, and this is kind of the same thing that happens with like a lot of card games that have like these quote expensive lottery cards and quote. So you look at like uh, you know I'm looking at SPs in Vanguard because that are like were t- were four per case. Now there's like two SP packs and four SPs or something like that. Yeah, um, which kind of take most of the price of the case. Yeah. And then, like, all the, tr- like, and then there's, like, a few Chase Triple R's that are, like, really, really expensive, because everyone needs four of them. Mm-hmm. And the Double R's are just trash. Like, the price difference between Double R's and Rares aren't, isn't even that big. It's, like, a do- like $2 versus a dollar, which, again, I'm okay with this, you know? Well, what it means is that people, like, um, how should I say, like, vendors, like, third-party vendors are not going to open product to sell singles. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of bad. Hmm. Because you're just looking for these chase cards, and once you find them, you have no reason to open anything. Oh, you got me there. That's so, good. it does hurt in the sense that uh, it's just harder to get... Like, singles will be less around. Yeah. So, that, that's the problem with it. And this has happened in other games, too. Like, Force of Will has the same problem, where they have, like, these chase, like, special rarity rulers that are, like, 200 bucks, and every other card in the the set is like worth nothing. Damn. So like no no one wants to open product for it. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and it's just like it makes it hard for people to play the game because no one wants to just buy product and hope they get what they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah. I, the only reason I buy product at all, unless I need like multiple clans from that set, is just so I can be like, yeah, take a shot at it mm-hmm. for funsies, you know. Um. But yeah, that that's good and bad. Uh, let's see. Looking at another clans, uh, I think Blade Wings in general were kind of a happy accident, at least for Blade Wing players like myself. <laughs> I mean, even if you just look at like the base problems of, and this is without even thinking about Enigmatic Assassin, right? You think about like the base problem of Dark and Regulars, and that you just you need a Soul Charge so much, you just deck out immediately. Yeah. Like, after, like, two more turns of after whatever you soul-charged. Yeah. And Blade Wings just get to... Had the only refresh in the clan. Yeah. Well, And now there's another refresh, but Blade Wings now have this combo that makes me so absurd. Yeah. Well, now now you have... Uh, you also have access to the other kind of refresh. So you're like, all right, I have two ways to do this. Right. You know, you're just making I mean, it Tim- more consistent. Tybalt is now, like, what, like, 35 bucks or something like that? Oh, yeah. Th- thank you again for having me build it because like they were five dollars <laughs> i mean it's just like i was seeing what it was doing in japan and i was like well if i'm gonna pick it up now it is and you did and i'm like well i guess there's no reason for me to pick it up yeah 
I mean, it was smart. It, Good job. But Yep. So paying attention to Japan can uh can be very lucrative if the West is slow at recognizing things. Mm-hmm. Which they typically are. I mean, the real big deal was that we have we had no inclination of when we we're getting Were Tiger Gager. Yeah. But now that we have it, it's like pretty clear. So Yep. Um so yeah, you had you also had like a way of soul charging very fast. Um, like darkness in general is typically slower at soul charging because you want to like activate darkness every turn. So, well, e- even worse than that, you need to hit a threshold and then like keep doing it every turn. Yeah, like you need to hit fifteen soul, which is like a thirty-year deck, mm-hmm. and then you still need to keep soul charging. Yeah, and that's the problem is that like you're just gonna lose. Like, it's just going to accelerate deck out. And with no way to refresh, in addition, it's just was kind of bad. Tis unfortunate. Um, yeah, and, I mean, Gilda Rai kind of carried the clan for a while, but now that we have these massive G-guards, that it just doesn't matter as much. Yeah, well... Like, 36k and a crit, no grade 1s or higher, okay, one card. Yeah. Well, now, now you... Like, the way to get around that is either do a mon, where you have, like, alright, barmaid... Sold, uh, you know, sold charge to get another 15k. Oh, look, I have another barmaid, another 30k. Yeah, but Amon is terrible. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, that's the one thing Gilderai is going for it. The new Amon stride is just... And now it's just people just play it in non-Amon decks, because, like, most of the skill doesn't need Amon. Oh, the, the, the red eye, right? Yeah, yeah, like, most of the skill just doesn't care about having Amon. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh... I want to look over at Pale, uh, Pale Moon for a second, because yes, I'm going to acknowledge that my precious Pale Moon still kind of sucks. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the better parts of the clan, like, Harry's the main one, but Nightmare Dolls and Silverthorns are doing better. Um, I don't think it, it's really hard to tell who's doing better than anyone in that clan, because all the archetypes, I think, are pretty close and all pretty bad. Like, <laughs> pretty much uh, it's like uh, Silverthorns have the best early game yeah but, but, they're, but they really only work against opponents who refuse to read your cards and or don't know what they do already yeah and like Nightmare Dolls are good if the opponent is like just, Re- is refuse just to read your cards yeah or like you know refuse to even learn what the deck does yeah like I think a lot of these decks are like one trick ponies they just kind of work once, or like maybe not even. Yeah. Well, n- now Silverthorn is the new OTT. Now they need a finisher because they have a good early game. The then... whole clan needs a finisher. Oh yeah. Like and and I mean not a finisher that costs like CB two. Yeah. Like Harry costing CB two is actually absurd. Mm-hmm. And it's GB three, and like every single GR they make is GB three, so you can't even like free G guard into it. Yeah. And then like you look at. Night Rose and Dra- the same set GR Dragoot is GB2 for whatever reason. Yeah, like, I, and I'm not saying you're going to G-guard into him. I'm just saying, like, how is this equivalent? Yeah. Well, then you also have, uh, like, well, y- you had Gauch, which was just strictly better, where y- you can shed out a field for <laughs> Counter Blast, Soul Blast 1 from a bigger toolbox, by the way, because you can Soul the Drop Zone and then look at Drop Zone. Yeah, but you didn't want to waste your second Gash. Yeah. Because, like, once your opponent knew it was gone, I mean, 
there's a lot there's a lot you know there's a lot less plays you uh, can make oh no i meant well, for like first stride because first stride you you either oh yeah you either gotta do yeah. prana which is like you're you're counter blasting one getting rid of a card from a hand i hate prana i think Actually, it's just terrible it's counter blast too if you use harry stride still and yes you have the cat and boots and everything but like it, it's just it's not good enough they should just have a stride that's like you know, like counter like maybe not even counter blast one. Maybe it's like a mandatory soul charge. Draw a card, like choose a card from hand, put it into soul, and then like Magia out like a thing, and like do yeah. something else. If like if, if Pranus then was put a card from hand to soul, then draw a card. That would have been fine. I would or draw okay a card first. It does. I don't even yeah. care if they get an additional selection. Like yeah. that's how bad Pale Moon is. Or and make make it maybe even make it like on attack, like yeah. on attack. You know, like. On, you know, G flip something doesn't have to be itself or whatever. Uh-huh. Soul charge one, draw a card, choose a card from hand, put it into soul. Then um, choose a rear guard, put it into soul, and then like call something out, like and make it the ability Magia. Like this card's like really good. Yeah, and um, like I don't even think it's broken. Like I think it's like just medium. <laughs> the um, like our our friend James has, has we we've been like going over this like how to fix Paleman. For a long time. And his idea is to like try and differentiate Pale Moon from Grand Blue. So Grand Blue is all about that multi-attack where you're you know you're doing Nedrobone and uh whatever the captain is, the hollow call not on him after he attacks and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And he's like, What you what you should do, instead of trying to like be, you know, Grand Blue they should try and uh go for a more tanky version. So they have Edge Juggler as a way to draw cards, and they have, you know, ways to just shit out fields for free without committing much from hand. They should be doing that, and then you're... If they had, like, a consistent way to deck refresh, and then you just kind of, like, grind your way to GB8, that would probably be a better way to make, like, differentiate mm-hmm. Pale Moon. And I'm inclined to agree with him, but uh, we don't have that, so fucking... That's life. <laughs> so here's another card, right? Yeah. It's just like, how about you have some stride? It has two abilities. One of them is like Soul Blast 1, flip up a copy of itself, and then like you search your deck for a card, put it into Soul, and then like call something out, give it 5k, whatever, Magia. Yeah. Uh, and then like you have another skill that's like CB1, unflip something, and then you're like... Whenever at the end of the battle that you know, so each of your each of your front row rear guards get or each of your rear guards gets like at the end of the battle this unit attacked or boosted, put it into soul and then like if this unit if a unit uh, was attacking when put into soul this way like call something out with magia. Does that make, does that make sense? So like kind of basically basically you get multi attacks without calling over stuff. Yeah, um, is the idea. So because like the thing about Grand Blue. Is like all of their call over stuff just puts everything back where you want it, but when you call over stuff in Pale Moon to get additional attacks with like they die whatever that yeah they go to the they go to the drop and they're no longer usable to you. And that's why Darkside Princess is such an important card is because she gets the fuck out of the way. Yeah. So you can call more things there. And I mean, wait, wait. What I meant to say was, I mean, fourteen attack Pale Moon meta. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember the actual number that guy and that guy said on the subreddit, but it was something like fourteen, and I'm never gonna not make fun of him. I can't tell you how it works because it's my competitive deck. 
Oh, that's lo, right. Lo, 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 lo. I remember that. That 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 was funny. Um, <laughs> Such a clown. Yeah. Um, looking at let's see, like moving on to Aquaforce. I'm just going to jump around as my brain sees fit because that's that's the way Atlas does. But um, with Aquaforce, you have so there's an argument over whether Thavis or Blue Wave is the superior one, and there the arguments are Thavis has a better control matchup and has retire power, whereas Blue Wave has a better early game, and the tournament results of Thavis v Blue Wave. Kind, it's like fifty-five, forty-five in favor of Thavis. I think. Is um, the real secret to just play sixteen crit ripples? Pretty much no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that—that's uh, we're like it's disputed over which one's better, and you know, with thirteen coming out, and there's going to be these strides that work for nations. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Don't get me started on this. What on the nation strides? Yeah, like, so there's this new rarity, ZR, which they're taking up, right? Yeah, okay, that, that's what bothered me, where they fixed the rarity problem, where they're like, okay, cards are easy to pull now. Here's a new rarity, so we just undid everything we just did. Like, And, like, GRs right. are, like, three of each, like, usually you get three of each GR, GRs in a case, maybe five, maybe three, two, or, like, you know, maybe they're, like, five GRs in a case. Yeah. And there's, like, usually one of each SGR, right? Yeah. So I would expect ZR to be like somewhere around like four four per case of so two of each. Yeah. But you're still looking at these cards being like seventy bucks. Yeah. And you know if they're in if they're in nations like United Sanctuary, like these could be very expensive. Yeah. Well, especially okay. Like, what I'm guessing is that uh, people are gonna buy. Let's let's hope to God it's just one copy, and that it's not like Commander Thavis or you gotta flip him or something. But. <sighs> Like that—that that would be horrifying. But let's say that you have the one copy. My suggestion to you is, if you play multiple clans in the same nation, just buy the one, proxy the other copies, and then if you go to a tournament, just use the use the real one. Like I do this with Seabreeze. I have one copy of Seabreeze. It's in my Great Nature deck. And then I whatever... think most people do this already, and most people know this is a plan. But if you look at people like Rootbeer, who basically play a clan in every nation, yeah, you're just like screwed. Yeah. Or root beer. Yep. High root beer. <laughs> and, 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 like, I think some of them will be cheaper than others because, you know, it's based on how many people play clans in that nation. Yeah. Like, Stargate will be really cheap, most likely. Zoo's probably going to be like pretty Zoo, cheap. Or, like, Zoo's going to be the cheapest for sure. Yeah. Because all three clans in there are, like, pretty bad. Yeah, at the moment. And you look at I stuff like, know. even though Dark Zone only has three clans, they have Gear Chronicle. They have four clans now. Oh, four clans. Oh, right. Pelman's a clan. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. And and, and they, but they have Gear Chronicles, so yeah. it's like, well, yeah, de- here's just casual twenty percent of the player race. Yeah, Dark, Dark Zone was probably going to be cheap in Sans Gear Chronicle. Um, well, United Sanctuary is just going to be a million dollars. Yeah, United Sanctuary is going to be a million dollars. Uh, Dragon Empire is probably going to be, man. And like, what I'm actually, uh, what I guess I, I'm kind of jumping the gun. Like again, we don't know the ratios of this. I'm just expecting it to be like four ZRs per case, two of each. Yeah. You know, putting it basically slightly more rare than GRs. Yeah. And I guess it could also – it could be that that's just not the case. Um, and it could be that these cards aren't even good. Yeah. So, like, I like, could be jumping the gun in multiple ways here. But under the assumption that these cards are good as they're made to be, like, you know, 
plot device cards that somehow like interact with diff writers in some way. At least that's my current assumption of how the show is progressing. Yeah. Uh, then they will probably want them to be good, which is concerning. I mean, they they, they wanted uh, you know some stuff. They wanted like Nubatama to be good, and then you know it's it's fine. It's so close. It's medium to medium plus, but um. But yeah, so like w- with that, um, Matt was giving me shit about this before the episode because he he, uh, he doesn't like talk like speculating about something you don't have all the data for, and for Matt. that and for that I'm sorry, but like fucking speculating is what people do, and uh, if we get a bunch of people overexcited or underexcited, then that that's I mean that's just how gorgeous is like a hundred dollars now, so yeah, what, there you go. Who's what now? The deleter stride. Are you fucking three hundred dollars? No, a hundred. Oh, a hundred. A hundred dollars? Fuck. That's like I want to go. I want to like go to like an abandoned card store somewhere, and then in the basement, there's just an unopened box of Vanguard. Like the leaders are but, so broken. Oh my god. Well, it's not so much that they're broken. It's just that that stride is literally needed to make the deck work. So, you know, yeah, I guess. Like even before that, it was like forty dollars. Before all the new shit was starting it's to get revealed, it's just going to be funny when Messiah just still sucks post uh, post Link Joker booster. That's so sad. Messiah was like the only like M- Messiah was the only Link Joker archetype that I liked playing, just because I mean it, it was like multi attacks. But it definitely sucks when all your rear guards have GB printed on them. Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. Um, <laughs> I'm not just... saying I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's fun. That's all I'm going to say. Sure. Um, but you know what else is fun? What? Winning? Winning. Ugh. Saw that coming. Hey, you're supposed to let me say it and not interrupt me. Dude. <laughs> Jeez, Atlas. <laughs> um, let's see. So, Shadow Paladin, is Luard the new main strider? Or... Probably. Like, Claret's, like, basically dead. Like, they're printing Claret cards, but, none of, but like, they matter more for Luard than they do for Claret. Yeah, that's ironic. Yeah. So... You know, Luar so, is the yes. Shadow Paladin, but and it has a it has a main character that plays the clan, yeah, or that plays like that specific archetype. So it's really hard to call it not the main Strider, yeah. Like it's pretty easy. Like Aichi is not the main character anymore; he's now a side character, yeah. So it's pretty easy to call Blasters like not the main Strider because Shion exists, mm-hmm. and like it's pretty easy to call Sharhat the main Strider because Anishi exists and nobody is playing Blade Wings in the show, yeah. So like, I highly doubt that uh, Bushroot is going to acknowledge a mistakenly good deck. You know what I mean? Well, they shouldn't put good decks in the show because they don't want to influence what people play. Like their job is to sell is to sell booster packs. Yeah. So they're just gonna like show cards as best as they can, and show them in like crafted scenarios that they look good. Yeah. And like they shouldn't be thinking like, but they should in private be thinking about what the good decks are. And, yeah. like, what they might be post after each set. Like, this is just good design. I mean, most of the time, like, the, the, the their good decks have been accidental. Um, you know, like... Pretty likely. What? Pretty likely. Like, Seven Seas. Yeah. That, that was... That was... That was an accident. Ripples were an accident. Um... And in both cases, it was because they went against the main 
mechanic of the game. It was like a, it was limboing under the bar. Yeah, well, what's weird about it is like these clans probably would have just been worse if they didn't feel the need to print every card with GB on it. Like if they were making cards that had you know effects pre GB and post GB. Yeah. You know, at the time, then these decks probably would have been worse prior. But they just didn't. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think after, you know, the 2015 uh, Worlds where, the, like, that was broadcasted everywhere and they saw their failing of, mm-hmm. you know. The, the Twice. Guys. Yeah. Oh, the Seven Runner won that one too, also? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. The finals was... Remember that was the that was the uh, match where the guy thought he could like mill uh, Night Runner with Night Runner and then like activate that one as well. Yeah, because you know people can't le- learn to play the game. Yeah, um, that was definitely interesting. But uh, yeah, so so like that that's just an explanation for why uh, you know th- those things happen. Um, mm-hmm. Blade Wings kind of happened because the the combo of pulling out assassins back and forth got consistency behind it. Um, and well, then, it also has to do with just the amount you can soul charge, like on first stride. Yeah, and like now they have just have so much filtering that's really hard. It's like assume you don't draw all of your assassins, it gets really hard to fail. Yeah, I mean, like so on the channel, which. Uh, this is probably a good time to do this. So I've gotten enough requests to put the podcast onto the Nexus Core YouTube channel. Um, so I'm going to start doing that, even though Matt told me I should have done this, like, what, a year ago? Or... Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I, I was, was like, like, it'd be a really strong idea to uh, put this on the YouTube channel so, like, uh, more people have access to it. Then you're like, nah. Well, n- and here we are. <laughs> okay, so, so, so like, my idea was, like, who's going to open the podcast on youtube and just kind of have it there and they're like yeah but then you can close the you know go to a different window and do other stuff i'm like yeah but i listen to also youtube saves your progress oh that's true yeah but like you know i I listen to podcasts in the car or like walking somewhere it it was just a small-minded thing for me to do and it took the 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 listener base (laughs) to be like will you just fucking do this already i'm like oh fine (laughs) so uh to the listeners of nexus at night that are on the youtube channel uh hi (laughs) and thank you uh (laughs) so yeah uh that's all i'm gonna say about that for past episodes i'm gonna i'm not gonna put them all on the nexus core channel because uh it would just like flood your sub box and nobody wants that. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to open a different channel. It's just the first 60 episodes and you can just go find those at your leisure. Um, the link will be in the description, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think it's just flood somebody's sub, sub box. That's what I would do. Why? Cause it's, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a cunty thing to do, isn't it? It's only going to be for one day. Yeah, but like then you start losing subs, then Richard's gonna get mad at me, and you know. Fair enough. That's and, fair. And when when Richard's mad at you, he does like weird, like you know, passive aggressive shit. And you know, I see. Um, I don't know. He, he he's gotten really good at it too. Like where where he'll, uh, I remember one time, uh, I I I pissed him off, and he just waited an extra month to, 
to, to like upload a game I was in. He's like, yeah, we're just waiting. What a jerk. I mean, I totally deserved it, but you know, whatever. It it's just I was a dick, and then he he got back at me, and just that that's how life works. Um, All right. Yeah. So, what were we talking about before that? Uh, uh, something about blade wings. Something about blade and their ability wings. to soul charge a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh, just like it, it was more consistent mm-hmm. way to to get there. Like the deck still has its problems in that you just draw your assassins and then you don't really do a lot for a while. Yeah. Like you can like you can like get back to the point where you can start doing stuff again, but it does take a little bit of effort. Yeah. Well, because you, you got to like guard with them or call them or do whatever, and then put them back and then start soul charging again. Unless mm-hmm. one one thing I did against my friend, I, I was on, I went into the Shar Hot Stride because I G guarded into it. I drew three of my assassins. And I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I called them out of the field and then like used them as boosters. For like the real yeah, and, and then just on attack, suck them all in. Five K boosters are good. Yeah. So like, it, it, I ended up losing that game because I didn't just try going into the Tybalt and you know doing more shit that way. But you know, nobody's perfect, Happens. and it wasn't for tournament. So what do I care? Um. Yeah. Uh, man, I've been very Dark Zone obsessed the, the, this particular episode. Um, Happens. So, what do you think of... So, Chaos is unequivocally the best Link Joker archetype. Uh, as of now? As of now. Yes, and um, they're all pretty bad. I mean, Glendios and Deleters are looking pretty interesting with this new set well, so far. Well, we don't, well, we don't really have all the information with that yet. That's true. And, like, nor do we have metagame impact. Yeah. So, like, I want to hold off on any decisions that I make about Link Joker for now. Fine. And I and I know this kind of is contradictory to my discussion of ZRs, but yeah. uh, I don't really. I feel like I'm giving a fairly wide range for how I'm approaching ZRs. Well, that happened because I egged you on into it. Well, like, yeah, but I, I still I, I still have like thought about it like a fair bit. Fine. But like with Link Joker, it's like it's kind of difficult to say like how these cards affect the meta since Link Joker cards are always kind of backwards mm-hmm. uh, compared to most other clans. Backwards. Like the the way Link Joker cards are designed are not as direct as they are for other clans. Like it is not a clan about like multi-attacking or attacking with large amounts of power or like any of that particular stuff. Yeah. You want to slow it's the like, game down to an ass grinding halt. And then if available, if available, but, um, so as of now, so this is before the link Joker set, I would say chaos is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think any of them are particularly good. And this is not, I mean, it is normal for a clan that hasn't had support in over a year to be weak. So, I don't think anyone should take this as, like, Link Joker sucks. Like, I think Link Joker is pretty bad. I don't think it's, like, the worst thing in the world to play. Like, they're, they're like, it's better than playing, like, Mega Colony or Murakumo or whatever. Yeah. So. Um. And, and I guess, um... Murakumo is another clan where, like, I think that Yasuye is not necessarily the best thing the clan can be doing. What is the best thing the clan can be doing? Probably some Hyaki variant. Really? Just because, so? yeah, just because it's, you get to play maximum number of crits. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're playing Yasuye, you have to play, like, stands or something else that's dumb. And it's just, it takes away a lot of aggression. Mm-hmm. When you could just play Hyaki and play a bunch of crits and just win free games. 
Yeah. Well, especially because like, now you got that stride where you can just have six attacks from. Sure. Well, it's not even about that. It's just about your cards just doing stuff when yeah. they need to do stuff. Okay, fair. And, like, it feels bad to say that uh, the best option for Murakumo is just playing 12 crit and hoping to sack. But, like, that's the reality. <laughs> I mean, like, so, some. Like, that's what OTT had to do for a long time. And even then, they were still not doing yeah. too well. But you know, then now now they I have mean, still water. <laughs> when your cards are weak, you play aggressive and hope to get there. Yeah, um, I mean, OTT was like had to play aggressive to do shit before, and then now they can just keep playing aggressively. And now they have like an end game to get to. Yep, which is great. So good on them. Um, Ichikashima is great. Yeah. Oh, that's a good good example. Uh, fucking Battle Sisters are starting I, to outclass Susano. I mean, Sukiyomi probably outclasses Susano at this point, also. Interesting. So, like, it, like yeah. anything you're doing in OTT that's not Susano might just there might be just a better version of it. <laughs> so why, like, that's what I, why that's what I was that saying easy? about OTT having multiple playable archetypes. Um, Susano cards all have GB on them. Oh, okay. So same problem as Messiah. Just... Yeah, you want your cards to do stuff early. Yeah, like Z- ZTB's new rear guards have stuff that aren't GB, right? Yeah. So this is like really, really, really relevant. The GB restriction is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to this game because you've created cards that only work after a certain point in the game, and your opponent has control over whether or not you get to that point. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> like. First Dryad is supposed to be like some kind of mid-game, right? So these are like, quote, mid-to-late-game cards. Mm-hmm. But, like, your opponent can just never actually progress the game to that point. Yeah. Like, it's not like a five-mana spell in Magic the Gathering, where, like, it's really hard for my opponent to stop me from getting to five mana. They can, like, slow me from getting to five mana, but I will probably eventually get to five mana if my deck is about casting five mana cards. Mm-hmm. But in Vanguard, you're like, my deck can be about GB, and my opponent can just never let that happen. Well said. Um, like, so, so do you think the reason Battle Sisters, like, is it Battle Sisters or Sukuyomi that's the better one? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, 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 actually, I honestly don't have an idea of which is better. And this is due to lack of uh, experience myself. So oh. I just know that I've seen, I've seen, I've seen results for both. Oh. I was going to say, so, like, I've heard more about Battle Sisters, but I haven't seen... Battle either. Sisters was on the forefront when the set first hit. Okay, so that, that it was just the first one I heard of then. Yeah, okay. right. Well, because Sukuyomi probably took some more thought to build properly. Because Battle Sisters I mean, are just on-hit draw cards, like, just do that before grade two, and then now mm-hmm. you have Stillwater. Whereas Sukuyomi, you got to, like, stack the deck, and what am I doing that for, and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, you just use common like memorization tricks for, for Sukiyomi, like you did, like you did back in the olden days of Vanguard. Yeah, my way, my uh, method was I would pretend that the five card stacks were rooms in a museum, and then all the cards were a painting. So you walk in, look at look at the five paintings, walk out, walk in the next room. Nah, it's easier just to have marker cards. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> Ugh. Look, I'm just saying, like, you don't need to memorize everything. You just need to remember enough. It's like the the you ever you ever see that movie Twenty One with uh, Kevin Spacey and it's like the the, the people. I've seen cards. the box of the movie Twenty One. Does that count? 
kind of. It's basically <laughs> they they just count cards and then like I know what it's about. Yeah, but but they're just all like, oh, it's it's not technically illegal, but you'll get the shit beaten out of you by the casino people. That's it. Yep. So. Um. Yeah. So the the reason, yeah, like OTT now is a thing to work for, work toward. Um, and it it's been a long time coming. They haven't been doing since like what BT. I can't even nine. think anymore. What BT nine? BT nine? Yeah, pretty much. Well, they were okay. Like they were like reasonable at GB at GBT one because they were like the only clan, like one of the few clans that even had side support. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then like, but before that, they were pretty trash. Makes sense. Um, let's see, Genesis. So, is it Amaruda or Finner that's the main one now? Because Wiseman, still Wiseman. No, I, I was gonna say if it's Amaruda, then Finner still has the win. As a Wiseman, um, and I—I I gotta say, so you know, all the new shit in uh, Genesis is trying to work away from Taro, like very blatantly. Um, I mean, at least they're trying to make it awkward. Yeah, I'm—I gotta say though, like I've, I've been fooling around with it, and it's still like Ishtar is a very, very, very strong first stride. It's just that Revelation is kind of a weak mechanic before GB. Like, they unnecessarily put GB1 on, like, a bunch of the new shit on Senri, Detect Angel, all that stuff. So, like, Senri is when something gets rested, you look at top card and then put it on top or bottom. If it's on bottom, it gets 2k. That's GB1 for no reason. Detect Angel, kind of like Ninyal, is when something else gets rested plus 4k. Like, they didn't need to make that GB. Same with Ninyal. With when something gets rested, Counterblast gains the power of the thing you rested. It was it was an unnecessary limitation, um, because the thing with Revelation is if you can dig through your deck faster, you can just like kind of rush, but not really. Um, so yeah, I, I think Ishtar was a great step forward, and then everything else was like you know five steps back. So if I had to guess, <laughs> I would say that Fenrir is always going to be the main ride in Wiseman, just because even if you don't draw a Wiseman, Fenrir can just give you one. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about Wiseman. I was just talking about Genesis. As no, I'm just I'm just saying that. Yeah, like I don't think Amaruda will ever be the leading. Uh, yeah, unless What's Her Face comes back or they uh, fucking give it a second wave, because I think it, like Ishtar was a great start, and just they mm-hmm. they just didn't do enough. I don't think. Um. Or Genesis. Uh, gold, yeah. Gold Paladin, uh, I, I find it ironic that Liberators are now the the, the good one, <laughs> again. Because... Uh, I think both are just trash. Well, ZTBs stole their, their call from, like, top of the deck Thunder. So, you know, that's kind of it. Um, and then, like, before... Uh, like ZTBs can also like add cards to hand. Like I was playing against somebody with ZTBs. They like they end their car- their turn with like eleven cards in hand, and it's just from check top three. Put a ZTB in hand. Put a ZTB in hand. Put a ZTB in hand. Um, so it's just another case of stolen thunder and gold paladin are too fair. 
like we said before. But hopefully we get stuff in 13 that'll help again because Richard needs something to do. So Yeah, gold powder is just awful. Yeah. Um, well, they're, yeah, awful. They're not bad. They're just shitty compared like, to I else. think everyone just agrees that the old Gurgit is just better a better ride than the new Gurgit. Really? And then like I've never yeah. I've heard a lot of people say the new Gurgit's better, but like the old Gurgit is just, is is marginally better, but I just think the deck is just It's too like, fair. That's it. It's a deck that like wants to call over stuff to multi attack, but is forced to play stand triggers. What, because of Jerry? Yeah. Like yeah. you need to countercharge because everything costs C B in that deck. Yeah. Need to they tell me like when called from deck countercharge unite or something. It's like whatever. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, gold paladin. Trying to think of the other united sanctuary. That's all. That's all of united sanctuary. I think. Um, Dragon Empire. Uh, well, Blade Master fixed its problem. So. Oh yeah. So so now it's uh, far ahead of uh, Overlord. Although that could change with thirteen. But could. Uh, We'll we don't see. know anything about it. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. Uh, Narukami, uh, fucking Vanquisher is doing fine. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't uh, that deck. I don't even think that deck is that good. What the new Vanquisher stuff? Or um, it's had pretty terrible conversion rate in Japan. Yeah, well, I, I like, think it's it, done almost nothing since. Well, what about Sweep Command? Uh, it pops up every like Sweep Command like pops up more. I think. Okay, so Sweep Command, but like is... it still pops up rarely. Okay, well, I'm I'm looking at the clans in a vacuum, not like. Yeah, yeah, I'm just else. saying like. You can look at clans in a vacuum, but at the end of the day, it does matter what other people are playing. Does that make sense? <sighs> True. Okay, so w- which do you think is better than Vanquisher or Sweep Command? I don't know. I think mm, uh, based on results, I think Sweep Command is slightly better. Okay. But I don't think it's hugely different. So why do you think? Or like, why do you think it's better? You get to abuse uh, the G guard more. What do do shit with impede? I mean, you, you can shut down the opponent's offense, and also you get to draw cards for it. So you also uh, just become huge on their turn. Also true. <laughs> um, and like, if you're on new new vanquisher, you don't even get the power boost. Yeah, like being on old vanquisher means you can be like, all right, I'm gonna impede, and then. So I'm at a 14k base, and then if they retire again, that's a seven, you know, 17k yeah. base. That's pretty good, you know. It's kind of a weird situation because, like, I don't know. So the so sweep command, I think, is probably it might be slightly better. Another thing is that um, people are using the new descendant as a rear guard a lot. Really? That's weird. Yeah, because it, it's a rear guard that restands. Oh, okay, so it's like a. What's um what Sharhat's for? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. Um, but yeah, I think it's I I don't know I don't know how close it is, but uh, I think it's something I I, I don't based on results. Yeah, I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean toward that. Okay. Um, Tachikaze, I say Gaia's doing the best. Um, I mean I haven't seen Tachikaze do anything in forever, so sure. <laughs> for some reason, in like Western Europe, it tends to like one will top every couple months or so. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, something, something about them Brits, and they're like, I want, want to, you know, want to excavate or something. Right. Like, they were the people who uncovered King Tut's tomb, and they just haven't stopped. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Spike Brothers, uh, Rising Nova is Bay. If you hey. t- if you talk to Living Proof. <laughs> Yeah, Rising Rising Nova is going to be your best ride every time. There's yeah. actually just nothing else in the clan that's even worth putting on your Vanguard Circle at this point. Um, yeah, I, I I mean I see people doing the uh, good end, bad end, uh, double break ride thing, but like eh. I feel like that's just so much worse than uh, Hellhard. Oh, for sure. Like <laughs> like Hellhard's just so insane, and if you if you get to that point, like the gate, like you just almost always win. Yeah. Um, and then also being able to search out the. You know, yeah. For or you can search for GB8. I'm wondering why Kagero doesn't do the same thing. Because their GB8 doesn't win the game. Oh. <laughs> well then. Like Hellheart Eight is like almost like is probably like high ninety percent to win the game, and Blazing Burst is just not. Makes sense. Um. See Nova Grappler. I think Victor is the. I mean, yeah, that that one is just fixed. Like Victor is Victor. Yeah. Um, Favorite champ is good. Uh, D Robos. That's probably winning. Uh, Dimension Police. Although that's not. Uh, I mean, the whole all the, the whole Dimension Police clan is D Robos, and that clan is fucking awful so. right now. That's got, that's got to be kind of sad, isn't it? Like that that was your. I mean, your it's baby, like or... it's whatever. Like, they had their time, and they almost had their time again. It was a good run. What do you mean, almost had their time again? Like, when uh, Tri-Drag, Tri-Drag came out, like, they were almost good again. At least they were hyped. Or because a Hawk, right? Yeah, and, and then it didn't matter because people just deny UCB for, you know, the first several turns. Yeah. If they're smart, that is. I mean, I'm going to assume my opponent's not a dum-dum. I mean, people are pretty dumb. Yeah, but I can't assume every opponent's dumb. True. Um, let's see, Magdalena, can we cover Aqua Force? Bermuda Triangle? Who knows what's the best? Uh, according to Root Beer, it's Pacifica right now, because sure. you can multi-attack with it. Um, and then, sure. pri- and then Prism. So yes, th- they're, they're doing better, but also like they kind of suck right now. So, uh, I don't even know who the main strider for this clan is anymore. So Loris, Loris. it's Loris harmony, Loris, um, what do you make of the, uh, the Neptune girl, Neptune? whatever her name is, Chocho. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Um, like the, the, the free stride thing is kind of cool, but the, the problem is you're putting, Things back to the deck, and then you know you, you get like one thing for it, but you also have to pay a cost to put them back in the deck. So you're like, mm-hmm. who cares? You know? Oh, I love CB one. Do nothing. Yeah. It's my favorite. Kind of kind of reminds me of uh, the like early, like early anything Bermuda Triangle, where you pay a cost to put something back in your hand, as opposed to mm-hmm. bounce draw or bounce search something. Um. So you know, Bushroad making the same mistakes again and again. So you know how it is. Um, yeah, that's like I think that's pretty much all the clans. Um, all the clans worth mentioning, yeah. What? What are you leaving out? No, uh, I'm just saying. Like, oh, let's see. Uh, oh, there's I, some like there's some clans that are just like there's only one deck basically, uh, so it's not really worth talking about. Let's see, Mega Colony. I would say Machinings, but like. No. Who cares? Who cares? Great nature. 
I mean, it's Big Belly, so there's not really... Like, I think honorary professor stuff is unplayable. I mean, I, I played with it. it. It's not unplayable. It's just it, it, it's worse. Like That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you have a better option. Play the better option. Yeah. Um, and then... The, like Angel Feather, there's not really much option, and that clan is like really bad. Yeah, you, you gotta play Gav, and then even then, like it's you know, like both the decks are close, and I don't think one is like either one is particularly good. Uh-huh. Like, at, like Nubatama what? has one deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Nubatama has one deck. Token Rainbow is in the clan, so. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still waiting for someone to like angrily take to Twitter and. Oh my god! Every time, every time 9:30 p.m. rolls around or whenever spoilers are shown and it's stupid token Rambu card, I'm like, why? Why do we care? I know it. Like I thought it was just going to be a gimmick set the one time, and then they're doing it again, and they're doing a TD. Just stop. It's the third set. They're doing a third set. This is the third set that they're spoiling right now. Oh wow! I thought it was. And the what's second. even worse about it is that. They, they're using, like, anime stills, like they do with their game Vice Schwartz. Yeah. So, like, all the cards are just really poor image quality. So you have to put up with token... Not only do you have to put up with token Ronbu cards, you have to put up with shitty art token Ronbu cards. Because, like, they're not actually art at all. Well, that's unfortunate. It's miserable. Um. Not oh, weird. You you ever get like a missed like someone calls you for a split second and then it they hang up like I don't wait know. what like oh. s- someone just tried to call me and then it and then they just hung up immediately <laughs> strange um yeah so that that that's pretty much all of the the clans that like the striders are better or the the not the things that aren't the striders are better I need to word things more carefully um but yeah so like the the main reason is just they they either do early game better or they have all of the tools that the strider clan has or the strider archetype has but with like their own their own toys you know Mm -hmm. um so that's pretty much it uh anything else to add or Mm -mm. Um, all right. Well, uh, if you want to find us and yell at us, you can, uh, find us on Twitter at Nexus at night. You can, uh, find me at Atlas Novak. Um, you can find Matt at Widdoms, two G's, two Z's on Twitter. We're also on Living Proofs Discord and, you know, have they let you, have they let you back on a Reddit yet or? Uh, let me check right now. I, I'll let you know if I'm still banned. <laughs> Uh, I still can't believe they did that. That was ridiculous. I mean, they I, I they also just didn't even follow their protocol to ban people. Like I had zero warnings, so they really? just banned me because they felt like banning me. Yeah. Uh, let me let me click on a random thread here because it's faster. Oh wait, that doesn't actually work. Am I in fact? I am still in fact banned. Still Let's banned. see when when was I banned? Hold on, I need to find when I was banned. <laughs> uh. You've been temporarily banned. The ban will last 182 days. All right. So this was uh, three months ago. So I'm halfway through my ban. Oh, six months of bans? Jesus. That's crazy. For, yeah. All right. So, so you can find me on the subreddit. You can't find Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, just find us on Twitter. If you have episode ideas, fucking come come yell at us. And uh, you can also uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, you know, the the link will be in the description below because I can say that now. Uh, you know, <laughs> rate, comment, subscribe, and until next time, I was Atlas, and I'm Matt, and have a good night, everyone. Take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.